how are you doing today? Other than like, audio, I had audio troubles and video troubles just before I got in the call with you actually too, so. I'm good. I'm uh, mm-hmm. finally home from a lot of touring and uh, finally getting to like work on stuff in my little studio setup, which you can't see because I'm pointed towards the back, but. <laughs> I, I was, is that a studio or is that your house, I guess, right? Oh yeah, it's in my apartment, but it's like the office and um, yeah, I have like a s- sweet desk set up now that is in front of me, but this is cool. yeah. Yeah, you have a sick setup that is like, there's a lava lamp in there. If you guys are <laughs> tuning into YouTube or that, like there's a lava lamp, there's like little lights everywhere. Like you got a sick setup in your space, Clint. Thanks. Yeah, I've moved like every year. So um, every year, like I maybe do a few YouTube videos and I have to figure out like the the setup that I think looks good and it's always crazy. And then I get it dialed in and then I move again. So see if uh, I can stay here this year. You think you're going to be settled in for this year? Or you think you're going to hop I, I up? I think so. The, yeah. 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 Where are you, where are you located now? <laughs> Uh, Philadelphia. Oh, okay. That's not, I've been to Philly once. What I went last year, actually. It's very, I love Philly. Like it was my first time actually in East coast area. Love it to death. I honestly can move there compared to central area because I'm in, was I'm now in Winnipeg. So literally it's just bloody cold right now. It's like snowing. Mm. It's a big snowstorm right now. So it's fun. So you were at the Vancouver show because that was the closest for you? Yeah. That was the closest okay. for me. So that's probably pretty far, right? Uh it was like a two hour flight. So it wasn't oh, that okay. bad. So it's but it's better than Toronto. So it, it it is what it is. But damn flying. What was your favorite show of that tour, by the way? Uh the Bad Omens one? Yeah. Or I yeah. guess the um, error, error, yeah, your error one. Yeah. Um tough. I mean, probably have to go with Vegas. Because yeah. that was the biggest show. Uh, my brother lives in Vegas now, so my family came out, and um, you may have seen on Dude. Instagram, uh, Al, our drummer of Era, did the recorder. How that came to be? That was set. so funny. <laughs> Him and our uh, stage manager bought recorders like at the beginning of last year, I think just randomly. And they were like learning songs and Al's like, really, Al's really good at it. Actually just learns like any song. (laughs) (laughs) So he just does it to entertain us. And one time, I mean, a few times bad omens was on our bandwagon and they're like, Hey, you need to play for the show. But yeah, it actually happened. I'm kind of surprised it did. (laughs) <laughs> it it was hilarious i i was sending it to so many of my friends like probably the last week that that week that you guys did that and i'm like this is hilarious you guys should do like different instruments for each tour so like maybe like a trombone for one maybe a harmonica <laughs> just each tour do something different yeah i mean he could definitely do it al is like pretty gifted <laughs> with random instruments nice so i got one of those like uh almatone things or i forget what they're called oh wait from what is it that legend of zelda game like that that kind of thing or no yeah it's the thing that's like slidey like yeah yeah um 
yeah, I got one of those when I was in Japan. So I will give it to Al and he can learn it. Nice. Well, you guys are going to Japan, like, what is it, next month? Right? Mm -hmm. Dude, are you excited about that? Yeah, I'm always excited to go to Japan. Um, I'm pretty lucky I've been there. This will be like my sixth time, maybe. Six? I forget, yeah. Just because the other band I play with is mm-hmm. from Japan, so I end up there a lot. And um, I did some other Japan shows with bands prior to era as well so oh geez okay well you guys are also do- doing australia that i saw too like you guys are going all over like next year yeah i'm very excited to do australia and mm-hmm. japan the, i'd say those are my two favorite places to tour besides yeah. the u.s oh jeez. okay what what is a spot that you're looking forward to in like what city in like this i guess next year or this year um... I mean, most all the Australia ones are pretty sweet. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to do like Osaka with Era because mm-hmm. a lot of times we go to Japan or I go to Japan and I'm only in Tokyo. So it's cool to be Sick. going to Osaka. It's been a while. Um, other than that, there's no other tours announced. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. But I always love U.S. tours. Mm-hmm. Europe, I did like three times last year, so I'm kind of good on that. Yeah, you're probably but, all burnt out from the Europe tours, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd prefer other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any specific place that you really want to go to yet that you haven't? Or have you been everywhere? No. Um, blanking. I mean, it'd be cool to do New Zealand, I guess, Ooh. since we're always close to that in Australia. Um. <laughs> Other than that, I feel like I've done most of th- it. would be cool to do South America. I was thinking I'm sure it's you crazy, guys have, but I would like to do that. You guys haven't done Brazil or anything like that yet? No, oh. I've, I've never been to South America. Um, mm. Not many. Yeah, no South America, no Africa. Oh, Africa would be cool. Um, we did Southeast Asia this mm. past year with the other band I was nice. in, and that was sick. Sick. Um, did russia before that was like 2020 though um oh yeah so yeah i'm pretty lucky to have done most of them yeah you. i'd like to do china too china China. i've heard a lot of good things from china well even china thailand uh what what else south korea south korea i've heard is pretty oh yeah 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 that's a good one i think where else yeah mexico mexico is a pretty good one a lot of people love mexico yeah i've never done that either yeah Dude, you you need you got a good list that you got going on already. So it's it's better than me already. So I wish uh, I wish like Spotify wrapped. I wish that Google Maps had that for me, so yeah. I could just be like, here's all the stats. Which you did this year, basically <laughs> the last like year I'm or two. Too lazy to. I counted all the shows and how many days I was um, gone this year, but other mm-hmm. than that, I was I was kind of too lazy to get the stats together but um are you in a band as well or you're just talking about traveling uh traveling well i'm not in a band i do music on the side here and there but i just do photography and everything so concerts dodd like off show here and there i got i've gotten contracted from a lot of actually bands this past like year for like la 
uh, Toronto, even some Vancouver shows and that. So I get, that's basically it for me. The plan for me going, would love to get would be a, a tour, but nice. we'll see. We'll see. A lot of people have told me this year, but it, it, it just depends how it lines up. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how that stuff works <laughs> out. Um, era. Yeah. And How'd you get into it? Because you, you just started with era, right? Pretty much. Um, I want to say 2021 probably is when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, I've, let's see, I'm trying to rewind here. I, so there's producers, um, maybe an hour for me that, um, their studio is called Atrium Audio and mm. they, um, I became friends with them and they work with a lot of bands, one of which is this band, August Burns Red. Nice. And then I started, uh, doing video work and getting better at that and mm-hmm. ended up doing some video work for them and got to know them. And they basically are the ones who plugged me into the era opportunity. Wow. Sick. specifically their photographer ray duker i'm not sure if you follow him yeah i got connected with him actually in vancouver oh, nice. ray's super nice probably yeah one of the nicer guys i've got to meet in the photography thing but yeah yeah so like um when they're all uh when era's old guitarist sean um mm-hmm. decided he was i guess leaving or whatever they were on tour with august burns red so then ray was like hey you want to play with this band? Mm. I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Cause I was just home. It was um, still like, it was like COVID was wrapping up. Right. And um, I was ready to tour for sure. So. Dang. Cool. And now. Yeah, it's just weird how stuff works out like that. Right. <laughs> like it just, honestly, those little moments that it just pops up. It's just like, hey, do you want to go on tour or are you playing with this band or something like this? Boom. And you're just, you're just there. So that kind of was like happened for you basically, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And I'm not like a, you know, it's important to like network or whatever, but yeah. I'm like not that type of person. I would say I don't really mm-hmm. feel like I network. I'm very good at it or like making connections or whatever, but um, there's been a lot of things that just happened naturally, which yeah. is reassuring, I guess, to people that are, not the super charismatic like networking times <laughs> it's honestly it's been like i feel like it's been harder in recent years to network with people you think or no um it's been easier for me because i've mm-hmm. been touring so much i feel like yeah. that's like the easiest way for me is um is like friends of friends like being introduced by friends so like all eras friends and um that's kind of how I meet people rather than me like cold hitting people up. Like I'm not very <laughs> prone to doing that. <laughs> it's not a, uh, not something I do. So no. I would say it's gotten easier, but I guess maybe people have been more closed off uh, since <laughs> COVID and not talking at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's hard. Like, well, not hard in a sense. Like if you know a friend and a friend and then it just, it snowballs in effect. It's like a snowball effect. How'd you? Okay, so going back with the music thing, how'd you get like get into music in general? I guess Clint. Then, um, I started playing guitar when I was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically all I did from like thirteen to seventeen. 
and uh, I didn't go to school for music or I went to college, but for business and got like a nine to five job. And so it was, it was more just like a hobby for me, but um, I wasn't like, wasn't happy doing the nine to five and I knew I wanted to do music. So what was your nine to five? Um, I worked in an IT department as a business analyst. So like just running projects for a company and uh, I'm not very organized. So you, you look organized from your background and and everything. (laughs) So I mean, with schedules and stuff, (laughs) as far as uh, making things look good, I guess I'm better at that, but, um, but yeah, so thankfully I ended up touring with a small band um, that was a client of the guys at Atrium. I mentioned mm. I interned with Atrium um, as like an audio engineer person, mm. and then um, started touring like 2017, like really small shows, and uh, ended up quitting my job just because you know I had to pick one or the other. Um, yeah. Just basically grinded for like a year or two, and then. Um, the same guys, Atrium Audio, they started Galactic Empire, which is the Star Wars band. Yeah. And um, initially I was just like helping them, mm. but then a slot opened up in that and I started playing with them Sick. and they were doing pretty cool tours at the time. Um, and then we opened for Baby Metal, um, among other cool opportunities, which led to other opportunities. Yeah. And uh, that basically kept me busy till covid then um and then era picked up after covid but the whole time i basically just have always i can't really decide what i want to do um between guitar video stuff and Mm -hmm. uh music like audio or songwriting and mixing so i just kind of cycle between them so when i get home from tour like all i want to do is video or all i want to do is Mm -hmm you know, songwriting, depending on nice. what phase I'm in, which right yeah. now I'm, I'm in a full audio mode, Ooh. but I'm doing some video projects too, actually. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So how'd you get into video then? Um, I just, just started doing it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I started with photography though. I okay. should say that. Oh, you did. I got like a GH4, maybe a G7, I forget Panasonic camera and okay. started taking pictures on tour. And then, mm. um, uh, I did video. Yeah, this is the reason I was trying to remember. I started doing video because I wanted to market myself. Like I wanted to do guitar playthroughs. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, like link up with a band that I could play in or something. Sick. Um, and I basically discovered that I enjoy doing video editing and and shooting video. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. I, I started doing that to promote myself, but then I ended up um, doing working stuff. for like, you know, August Burns Red or whatever yeah. at the time. And and I was like, all right, well, I'll just do this because it seems like a better opportunity than, um, you know, playing in some like really small band that isn't doing anything yeah. worthwhile. Um, and then in a roundabout <laughs> way that got me back to touring. So that's crazy. Like you, yeah, were, it's kind of weird how yeah. <laughs> that stuff works out. They all, thankfully, they all interplay because um, I do worry about that sometimes, like not being mm-hmm. focused on uh, 
you know, if you're focused on one thing, you can generally achieve a lot more than someone who's constantly mm -hmm. bouncing on. from thing to thing. But yeah. at you, least they're uh, kind of parallel. Yeah. Do you kind of like worry that one day that this will just all like fall apart one day? Or no, do you ever think about like that? my career? Yeah, like the career, like all the music stuff, video stuff, or anything like that. Or no, no I'm no? not worried at all. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, like I've thought about this. I think the only thing, the only thing that could really <laughs> fuck me over would be if like my both of my hands got smashed or something. Well, yeah, like I had to like <laughs> chop them off. So <laughs> I should probably get like insurance on my hands or something, but. Yeah, Other than that, I'm feeling pretty good. That's good. So you're, you're moving, you're fine. So you're yeah, because if I didn't tour at all, yeah, it would be fine. Oh yeah. And if I didn't do video at all, it'd be fine. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. that's crazy. Unless like everything fails, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think you'll be fine. You're you got a cool little path at you. So like with video, like how did you get like how did you just grow from that? In a sense, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a progression of projects, but yeah. I mean, um, really, it was just once again the guys at Atrium, um, mm -hmm. Graham McFarland and Carson. They were the ones who gave me that, or like referred me for the August Burns Red opportunity, which was the first thing was like a Zelda song playthrough oh, with. Dustin, their guitarist, did a Zelda cover. So he wanted to do a playthrough for that, and they referred me for that, and that was kind of like the first mm -hmm. I would say like actual video client I had. Mm -hmm. um, and of course I took it because it just seemed it was like the best opportunity at the time. And um, it's pretty much just word of mouth I would yeah, say. That's fair. <laughs> After that like it just kind of, I did a lot of work for August Burns Red, and I think that kind of translated to other bands mm -hmm. um of like that size pretty much so like the i guess larger metalcore bands of you know 2021 20, ish yeah that's fair cool yeah yeah so kind of in a sense now with like tiktok and ai and everything it's shaped probably like video stuff like crazy now right you think yeah definitely i mean I would say more so TikTok, like just um, like what gets attention, basically, mm -hmm. like everyone's shifting their marketing strategy, which like I just remember there was a time when I first got into video, um, I feel like there was a trend in these like YouTube guys that wanted that it was like you're trying to make like the most cinematic like edits of stuff. Like, I don't know if you know, like Peter McKinnon. Oh, or, like, I know Peter. Yeah. Yeah. All those all those like um channels like him, that mm -hmm. was kind of what was big when I started doing video and um and I was learning a lot from them. Nice. And um I think now it's like totally different. It's like no one really cares about um like super cinematic video, I would say, on like the day to day. It's more like cell phone, <laughs> like iPhone quality videos are what like perform better so i'd say that affects um like tiktok's definitely affecting like everything yeah. but um is ai is interesting too i mean it's like totally i mean as far as like album art goes or like 
things like that. Like, yeah, that's totally, um, mm-hmm. like totally shifting how, how that is all being done. I don't yeah. think it's there yet for video, but, um, well, probably only a matter of time. <laughs> I, I know a couple of my friends that use like AI stuff with like after effects and like, adobe premiere and everything like a lot of there's a couple things that you can mess around with ai that kind of stuff i think but not like crazy well even audio engineering wise like i was in the studio with a band and everything they're like oh yeah we're gonna put ai into this to try to make it better i'm like this is crazy now yeah no i'm like i'm mm-hmm. honestly all for it um it's all just about learning the tools as they come out like i'm so <clears throat> excuse me i'm so stoked about um in the audio like mixing i just this past black friday i got like all the new like ai plugin like soothe and like um some ozone ones and they basically just do the work for you nice (laughs) not totally but it makes things a lot easier um yeah it cleans it up a bit yeah yeah and that's kind of how i try to feel about everything um like video and and photo i mean i'm already doing it with photo like i've I've used the, uh, well, I don't really do that much photo work, but I'm just using like the Photoshop, like AI tools is pretty sweet yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the video stuff, I've checked it out, um, like the stable diffusion stuff and whatnot. But at the moment, I feel like it just looks like an effect. Yeah. That's like pretty, uh, pretty obvious. Kind of yeah. like how when um, Mid Journey first came out and it looked, it was pretty obvious, like, right. oh, yeah, that's mid-journey. Whereas now I feel like it's progressed so far that um, it's no longer obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe that'll that'll happen in video, like, yeah. in a few years. Oh, yeah, the other cool thing about AI with video is um, there's motion capture tools. Yeah, I forgot about that. That you can do with your iPhone, which is ridiculous. Which is cool. I'm I'm here for that because the motion capture suits are pretty expensive or were pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it just, you couldn't do it before. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I don't mess. Well, I've messed with a little bit of the AI stuff, but it's not, it's nothing like it works well, but with the photo stuff, of course I do photo stuff as well too, but, and Lightroom's AI stuff is insane right now like i've been using a lot of the denoising and then they added like mm. a motion blur kind of thing that you do cool. now so literally pick up on that like it's so much it works well if you have a beefy computer it works well that's sick yeah i uh <laughs> i haven't touched lightroom in ages i uh i don't i find photography pretty hard really to be honest yeah i mean it's just like i feel like you could take an okay video clip mm-hmm. and make it into something impressive. But hmm. I don't know about that for photo. I feel no. like it's a little more unforgiving. It's so weird because um, I think the opposite as you, because I, which is funny because I grew up with like, of course, YouTube and everything, filming and everything. I'm like, Oh, this is easy. Picking up a camera, recording, making videos on YouTube and everything. But now it's like, I've shifted backwards where I'm like, Oh, photos easy, but picking up a camera is harder for, recording video for like a show or something like that like or mm. like a client thing but yeah i guess there's there's uh aspects that are more difficult with video yeah i guess photo. especially live i feel like live footage can be can be tricky it, it depends on the setting i would think right because like for 
did you think, I think, like, any type of out, outdoor kind of settings are better, I think. Any kind of what? Sorry. Like, outdoor festivals or outdoor shows or something like that. Oh. I feel like it's better. Yeah, I would say unless it's, like, uh, that, like, harsh direct sunlight. Yeah. That can be tough um, if it's, like, on the people. But, yeah, I mean, like, an overcast day, it's, like, mm-hmm. that's nice. Um, or sunset or whatever. But, um yeah, I'm like kind of out of the loop with shooting, to be honest. I did a, I shot footage to do an edit for Baby Metal um, while I was on that Bad Omen store. And I think that was the first time I've actually shot a concert like for video in so long. Oh, like, wow. I don't particularly enjoy doing it. Really? Um, I don't know. I, I much rather have like a, I did this one motionless and white video where um, I like a recap where uh, Bryce, his name's Bryce Hall. He's very good photographer and video guy. And he, uh, he just sent me a bunch of footage and it looks sick. And like, that's, I would much rather just just (laughs) take someone's awesome footage and edit it than have to like get it myself. But, um, but it's cool doing it yourself because you can, if you know what you need, then you Mm -hmm. can, um, get exactly what you want so. and how you vision it right because you got mm-hmm. all this footage and you're like oh i know what to go about with this how to envision this how to do these edits and everything how to put these together and everything i i get that, that yeah. yeah yeah i mean it, it definitely it's pretty crucial mm-hmm. for like uh if you want to do like a special effect shot or something or yeah. like something where there's like a crazy transition like a lot of times it's like <laughs> it's pretty hard to do that if you don't have the the footage you need for it mm-hmm. the shot sick what's yeah. five what's some key stuff that you didn't know when you first started i guess video but now you're like oh this is easy oh. um hmm. i guess like i don't know I've, I've developed kind of like a workflow at least um i'm trying to think of when i first started i would say I just remember having trouble with my computer. It like it like wouldn't play back smooth and I was getting like so annoyed. And, you know, it's hard to get like in a creative state when your computer's not playing stuff back. So I guess mm-hmm. just learning like, okay, you can do this in Premiere. You don't have to shoot 4K. I mean, I do now, but and you can make the proxies and edit stuff with that. Or you could do like the whatever it's called, multicam edit. Oh, yeah. That's pretty useful for like guitar playthroughs or music videos where you're doing it to like where it's like full takes to a song that's like you can just shred through one of those if you do multicam editing um and i've kind of bounced around i guess another thing would be like i've bounced around different like color grading techniques and Mm. now i like i like barely do anything now like I, i tried to learn like everything and now i just like throw (laughs) <laughs> a lot on stuff usually um which i think kind of comes to with like knowing if the footage is exposed correctly oh. or like exposing correctly like i feel like um i can look at footage now and know if it's too dark or too bright or not quite right so like um you know, when I have like a million clips and I'm going to do an edit, like I'm scrubbing through and I'm like, yeah. 
I can just find when stuff looks good already. And then I just mm. throw a LUT on it and it, it already looks fine. Yeah. If it's a good LUT. So hmm. I would say those are like, I've just gotten a lot quicker at everything I would say. Yeah. That's good. That's the main thing, yeah. right? Yeah. I got into, well, last year I wanted to try getting into more video work and I did tons and stuff. I got to do a lot of art, like a few artists in Los Angeles. I got contracted out to do some video stuff as well as Toronto for a UK band, which was kind of cool. So a lot of video stuff last year and absolutely like started to get the handle of the camera a lot more with stabilization and working with the different edit styles and everything, transitions and different features that I could do with editing on the computer wise. And it's it once you get a handle of it, it's very fun. I absolutely love it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, I feel like when I do a video project or at least like a recap, like where I'm editing uh, footage from a show or something like that, um, I feel like the f initial editing process where I'm like putting, like sequencing the clips in the premiere timeline is like definitely the most painful. Part. Yeah. Like uh, it's, it's never enjoyable to me like at all. So I, mm -hmm. It's like, I just want to get through it. Um, it. That's like the hard work. And then once I can take that stuff and transfer it, it to After Effects, yeah. then it's like, that's when it starts to become exciting. Because um, I don't know how much you've messed with After Effects, but the, the playback is pretty slow. It does like a ramp preview or whatever. So it's just like impossible to do yeah. like a fast, like, um, like accurately edit. Mm -hmm. um so that's why i do that in premiere but yeah. the whole time i'm watching the edit back in premiere it's like this looks like crap like because yeah. i i don't want it um you know it's like not stabilized and um, i've noticed that for both even premiere and after effects just the preview just never works out always for me i don't know oh really yeah it's huh. strange my but... uh yeah i think for me, After Effects is like a way more solid application. Like mm -hmm. I have way less problems with it than Premiere. Mm -hmm. But um, generally speaking, the I mean, I guess with I have pretty good computers now. Um, the playback is pretty much always instant nice. with uh, Premiere. So that's good. Cool. Have you worked with DaVinci? A lot of people have been recommending me to get into DaVinci now. No, I haven't. Um, mm -hmm. I know that's like the color grading one. Mm -hmm. um, and I've watched videos on that. It looks pretty crazy. Um, I know you can get it for free, but I think it's like it's like bottlenecked or something. Oh, like, really? um, yeah, the performance on the free version is there's something about it that's uh, <laughs> it like doesn't use all your computer. It's like not optimized oh, fully, so it yeah, it yeah. just doesn't perform well. Um, but it's cool to try, mm -hmm. I guess, to have a free trial of it, but. Yeah, I haven't really done that at all. I know a lot of guys, like guys that are touring content guys, will use Final Cut. Oh, yeah. Um, it's very quick, supposedly. And I think it's um, like not only in that the Mac, like the MacBooks are so awesome now and they're mm -hmm. also so optimized for that software that it just like, I feel like you just get so much performance out of that. Um, but then also there's like some tools that um, basically like 
like speed ramping it's just way oh, easier i think in okay. um in final cut from what i've seen than it would be in like premiere yeah um so there's things like that that it just like is a perfect tool for hmm. a content guy um yeah i had a new macbook pro um earlier this year i bought it was actually it was a m1 max um mm. but it was i was really impressed with it and i only got rid of it because i wanted to do more 3d work yeah. so i got a pretty beast nice. pc laptop just to just for the rendering yeah i still have yeah. what is it the 2015 macbook i need to get rid of it though <laughs> but i need to upgrade i'm trying to find a used with the the only new ones i don't want to get the what is it any of the newer ones i want to get a 2021 macbook though with the m1 with the sd card in there because that's the last mm. one that has the sd card slot oh because all the other ones don't they got rid of it really yeah so all the new ones it the only version of the macbook that has an sd card slot now is the m m1 2021 m1. yeah yeah well that's the one i got was the m1 max oh, yeah. um whatever and it was so nice like mm -hmm. um i forget what i had before that maybe a 2018 but mm -hmm. um the jump from that to the m1 max yeah. performance was like crazy mm -hmm. and um it's just a great machine it's honestly like it's better in like so many ways um, to the laptop that I have now, but um, there's like a few reasons why <laughs> my laptop is better for, for me at the moment. So I'm nice. sticking with it. Sick. Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll go back into era stuff. Like, I guess you guys did do like a highlight thing. Like, did you work on that highlight thing or was that um, highlight thing that you guys just posted on like, like, was it a month ago or so? Like in December. I don't think I worked on it. You didn't work on it. I probably remember it. Okay. Um, yeah, it could have been Rob. Our I think it was Rob. Media probably. guy. Um, but you guys are. It says that you guys are working on a new record. Any details that you could share on that or no? Um, I mean it's done. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I I guess I can't share. That's fine. Anything else about it, but um. Yeah, Pale Iris. Um, that was like our new single, mm -hmm. and uh, we're basically just gearing up for tour the year yeah, with tour. our new record. So yeah. I'm sure there'll be more about it not too long from now. Yeah. How long was the <laughs> yeah. like the recording process with it? Like, did you guys just record this on during tour this last year? Did you guys go in the studio? Um trying to think of the official process mm -hmm. probably a few months i would okay. say if it is like the first record i've been a part of too so yeah are we'll you excited about it. that because it's like yo it's your first record cycle with the guys and everything i'm definitely excited to play the songs mm -hmm. um i feel like we've been playing the a similar set list for since i've joined yeah. so i'm definitely tired of those songs <laughs> <laughs> I, I, assume I mean so. they're they're great but and it's fun but uh it's um i think the new record's gonna translate better live oh, be more fun it. to play and and oh. just uh slap nice. a little harder cool awesome yeah um what's the best piece of advice that you ever gotten clint for music <sighs> um hmm i don't know piece of advice yeah from 
any of your music friends or anybody in the industry that you've gotten to know with, what was the best piece of advice that they've given you that you want to share to, to the people? It's tough to pick just, uh, just one piece. Um, you can pick multiple if you want. I guess like I think it's it's less like advice that I got and more what I've noticed is um, just trying to be like basically genuine and mm. honest with everything I do and not um, not try to take shortcuts I guess I'll say just because yeah. uh, I mean, um, like you say, you get like a opportunity where you're, um, you might work for like a big band or like, there's like some like thing that, um, seems like it could happen, but mm -hmm. or, or it might happen for you. And mm -hmm. you basically, you have an agenda then, and you're trying to like, maybe like use other people to get there or something like that. Like, I feel like, um, I just try to avoid that because it's 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 I'm not explaining myself well, but the I feel like there's like an urgency, mm. uh, especially when you're starting, or at least for me. And I still have this where I feel like um, I need to catch up, or like I'm not as far along as I should be. Um, yeah. So I want to like I, I'm like impatient, basically. Like I want success now <laughs> i'm i'm that like one. that all the time man like no joke I, i'm with you it, it's yeah it's a struggle it, it's basically like oh well this is like my one opportunity to like get this or like make this happen or whatever and i think the more like i'm just realizing this now that i've I basically so i quit my job to tour in like 2017 so it's been like five or six years about yeah. um and now that i've toured professionally for like maybe two or three years out of those five um i'm noticing that it's not so like like it's a smaller circle than you think like oh, it's really? very very much a small world the music industry even though it seems not like that and if you're always kind of like going into every conversation with someone or interaction with like an agenda like i need to do this um it's pretty obvious. And okay. even though um, I'd say, even though historically, like, <laughs> like it's like my brain still goes there where like, I'm like, all right, how can I get what I want? It's like, now I'm noticing that it's not so much. All right. This is my one shot. It's like, you'll get so many shots at doing what you want. Usually like you'll probably see the, the person you think that you're only seeing like at this show this weekend, you're probably going to see them another few times, like yeah. in the next few year, few years. So mm -hmm. I think that kind of goes with like networking too. I try not mm. to like, um, like bombard someone like that. Maybe I'm just meeting with like, Hey, by the way, like we should collaborate or yeah. <laughs> you should let me do a video for you. Like yeah. what I want. It's like, I try to like, I feel like it's better to, play the long game and just be like a normal person and just um think about from the other person's perspective and, yeah um 
just try to be um, pleasant and professional or whatever. Be and then, genuine. Um, That's the main thing I've gotten from a lot of people. Like if you, you got to be genuine in this industry. If you don't, then people are going to see through you, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's basically what I've been trying, like in the past five minutes of me explaining, that's that's basically what it is. It's just like, You're good. try to, uh, just try to uh, care about other people genuinely mm-hmm. and um, and not be so hasty about, that's a good one. you know, trying to advance you know, they, whatever you want, your career or whatever, um, just try to enjoy people. And I, yeah. and then stuff just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Opportunities and that you did not see coming. And a lot of times it, uh, isn't what you'd expect it from. Like hmm. the thing with Aaron and Ray, like, yeah. I mean, if I was an asshole to Ray, you probably wouldn't have recommended me. <laughs> so, Damn. Damn. Okay. I, I feel that. I, I, I get you. I get you. Okay. Yeah. What do you, what do you want the people to know about you, Clint? Like, what do you got going on? Shout, shout out Everest, anything that you want the people to know about you. Um, well, I'm definitely thinking about doing a Patreon where hmm. I do uh, video edit breakdowns. Oh, I'll be sick. Because I have I have so many now, like uh like or I just have a lot of work that I could unpack if people are interested. So um I might do that along with other stuff. Basically I miss teaching. Um I had a YouTube channel where I did like tutorials on guitar and oh, yeah. and then video and stuff. And I really enjoy uh sharing like what I know or mm-hmm. um, making those videos or just like getting feedback from people that like, Oh, this helped me or whatever. So kind of like a I master miss... class, right? In a yeah. Sense? Yeah. Yeah. I really, I miss that, but um, I feel like I kind of fell out of love with it with YouTube because the, that algorithm is like kind of dependent on like, um, like there's a game to play with like getting actual eyes on your video. Yeah. Um, so I would, you know, spend all this time making this video and obviously you're not really making money from YouTube videos and, um, putting all this work in and then not even like I have 70,000 subscribers probably. Yeah. And like, I would get like a few hundred views just mm-hmm. cause like I was inconsistent about, Dang. you know, uploading or whatever the, yeah. the algorithm, uh, killers are so Mm -hmm. i think patreon is a good solution for that for me because i can still Mm -hmm. have that outlet but i don't have to care about like views or like whatever other metric because you know i'm getting i know there's people who signed up who are interested or enjoying Mm -hmm. it and um there is like money with that as well obviously and um so i Mm -hmm. think that is a new thing i'll be doing this year and maybe it'll help me finish uh, projects because I always, um, yeah, I always finish client projects like videos for people, but mm. personal projects, it's as you know, I'm sure it's it's a little harder to have a strict deadline for yourself. Oh, when like totally. really, there's no, <laughs> there's no real consequence like there is if you don't do a client video or yeah. something. So. Yeah, I, I think so, even yeah. like you could, I've told this to so many people in the um, 
actually lately get into YouTube shorts because like YouTube shorts is insane right now. The amounts of views that you can get. In. It's a decent amount of money that you can get back that I've heard. Like I've gone on my other like content creation channel that I have. It's about 9k right now. And it's with, what did I get? I got a video that trended and it was like 9 million and I got like, a well, I guess the money wise back was not the greatest, but it was like a hundred bucks. So you can get money, but it's just not going to be the greatest. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, but you get people to see it. So. Yeah, I definitely want to do some i want to do some tiktok stuff if i do uh more guitar content because um the truth is i don't actually enjoy making guitar like i don't enjoy um filming myself playing guitar and like recording like i just i just enjoy playing guitar yeah that's fair (laughs) so that's that's i just end up doing that or uh you know well even just set up a camera and then just film the day of you just playing. That's all you yeah, have to do. Yeah, that's then. true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I just, uh, I need to do it. That's why I don't do it as much because I get a, <laughs> I just get annoyed. I'm like, all right, this is not fun anymore. Yeah. So, cool. But yeah, I yeah. mean, it's like it's crazy, like the the TikTok like algorithm or whatever, and how many eyes you can get on stuff. So. TikTok, I can never get. TikTok, I've tried so much, man. Like the past, like, I don't know, five years since COVID. I just can't get it. Don't get it. But YouTube Shorts works. Reels work. But TikTok is just a spur of the moment. You might get it. I did like two. (laughs) I made like, if you look on my TikTok, I have like three videos from Mm -hmm. like since from now to like 2019. Like I haven't posted anything barely, but one was just like a skyrim i played like a skyrim song and it nice it got i mean a lot for my 50 followers or whatever so i was like all right this is interesting that's pretty good but uh i think it's cool that i don't know i feel like any niche like topic or kind of person can just become this huge like it can just blow up and Hmm. Like if people sense that it's like genuine, like if it's genuinely yeah. like funny or good or whatever, um, it just takes off. And I think that's cool. It's hmm. not like it seems less controlled than uh, other outlets are. So, yeah, I like that. That's fair. I like that nice. random stuff can just take off. Cool. Yeah, I yeah, I just go on my I just scroll on TikTok for hours and hours on it. And I'm like, oh, let's see what's today. What do we got for today? <laughs> That's the thing. I don't really use it that much. So my mm-hmm. algorithm is like, I barely use it actually. So mm-hmm. my, my algorithm is not dialed in. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Unfortunately. That's, that's good. You're not in the downward spiral of us watching TikToks for hours and hours on end. So you're fine. You're, you're in the safe yeah. spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is probably a good thing. Yeah. 